So t today, before I jump in the message, I do want to take some minutes prior to to cast some vision for us uh, to give you some some information and hopefully some inspiration. Okay, because God's been putting some it, it put it in my heart that we got to make room. We are a growing church. Uh, we are filling up these chairs, and you're helping with that. And I don't think we've seen anything yet. And we want to be ready for what God has for us. So to give you some information that you may already know, uh, as far as our vision, I want us to, you know, we, I, I, I don't do a good job keeping the vision before you, keeping the vision statement before you. But our vision is this, to move everyone into a real relationship with God. To move everyone, no matter where you are, you could be away from God. You could not even believe in God. We hope that God uses us to move you closer to knowing him. If you've been serving Jesus 50 years, we hope God uses us to move you closer to him. And so that is our vision. Our mission statement is to help everyone, M, make a decision, O, obtain their freedom, V, value their purpose, and E, engage their world. Because we're all called to be world changers. There are cultures here at Move Church that have been established, and, and many of them are intentional. Our culture is this. We honor. We honor others. We are friendly. So thankful that you are a friendly church. Thank you for that. We are loving, we're giving, and we're spirit-filled, and we don't apologize. So thankful for that. these, these cultures in our church. So let me give you, these are just some facts, because uh, people ask me from time to time, you know, we talk about land and we talk about growing. So we are a church on Sunday mornings. Uh, this year, our average attendance is between 120 and 130. In attendance now as far as people that call us home we can't fit them in these chairs and uh, if they all showed up on one Sunday we're in trouble but in, in actual attendance with children also we're, we're between 120 and 130 our as a church COVID set us back as well as many other churches as a church our next growth barrier is 150 in attendance okay and we're bumping up against that. Last Sunday, we were over 150. Even taking out all of the folks that were here for Teen Challenge, we were over 150. And what happens when we start being over 150, uh, the experts say we get to 200 real fast. Well, our situation is that uh, we can grow at two, at two services to about 250. Okay, and there are reasons, there are variables. So we got to make room, y'all. And we're going to... Bust that 150 barrier with the help of Jesus. And don't forget, as I'm giving you these, these are facts. But this is all about souls. This is all about people needing Jesus. And, and God wants to use us and this church to make a difference in their life. So we want to reach that father. We want to reach that mother. We want to reach that teenager and that child. So proud of our children in this house. I told James when Abigail was singing, I walked up behind him. I said, that's success. I don't know what you label success in your life, but when you got your teenage daughter up singing glory to the Lord and there's an anointing that kisses it, that's success. And that's what we want to see multiplied in your families 
and in generations to come. Amen? That's a good place to say amen. Even if you don't even know how to say amen, say amen. That's a good place. Amen. That's a good place. <laughs> it is an English word. It's not foreign. Amen. And um, so that's what it's about. Finances, you know, we, um, we, we are transferred in our finances. I don't mind telling you as a operating capital in the church, we have about 130000 in our checking account. That's operating capital. That's pretty great for a church our size and, and our age. But we have about 40000 in savings, and that's pretty good for a church, again, our size. Our yearly budget is about a quarter of a million, around 225000 a year. I'm giving you all some stuff that, man, I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, and, and it, uh, God has blessed us. So this building we're in is 7,500 square feet. God has blessed us with this building. Can you believe we're in our fourth year? We owe approximately uh, uh, around 370 on the building and land, 370000 Okay. So our note is renewed in September. We have a 13-year note. We've taken care of four of those. It renews this September. We'll owe about 360 at that time, 360. Uh, we haven't had it appraised, but most likely the building and the land appraises for about a half a million easily. Okay. So if you don't know, we have five and a half acres um, just right past this house, that tree line. Okay. So our note is when we first. Uh, opened it four years ago with the bank to buy this, which is a miracle that we were able to buy as a new, as as a younger church. It was about one point, I think, two five above prime. Don't hold me. It's one point something low uh, above prime. Well, the problem is prime has gone up, and it renews um, this September. So our payment is going to go up from about forty one hundred and some odd dollars to about forty seven and some odd dollars. So let's talk about our future just for a few minutes. I won't get to a message today, but I thought this would, it's hard to get everybody together to talk about this kind of stuff, so this was a great time to do it. At two services, we can grow to about 250 in this building. Once we hit that 150 barrier, we're going to too fast, 200, and then we, we have to have a plan. We have to have a plan now. So at two services, we can grow to about 250. You say, don't we have more seats? Y'all, when we put 100 adults in this sanctuary, we're packed. I watch it. I stand in the back prior to coming up front, and I watch guests when they come in, and they don't like the, unfortunately, you see the empty seats in here now? That's a little unusual for the first service just because of spring break and all of that going on today. But some of us don't like to sit up front, and I, I get that. But our new guests don't want to come all the way up front and sit in the second seat. And so you help me with that, if you would, to make some room. Watch out. I watched last Sunday. The Ash family got out of their seats so a couple could sit where they were sitting. And that's just what we do as a church. We have to, But we have to make room, okay? So at two services, we can grow about 250. Can we do three? Yes, and we will if we need to. We'll do whatever we can to reach souls for Jesus. Amen? And so if we have to do that, we can, but this building is not big enough. As you can see, we're using every square inch of this building. Right now, somebody's praying in my office for the service. Right now, somebody's praying in 
the prayer closet slash music closet slash nursery stuff in their closet. They can't be claustrophobic to pray in that closet because it's tight in there, but they're in there praying for the service. The sooner we pay off this building and land, the sooner we can build a bigger facility. Now, I'm going to give you some hypotheticals, some visions, what could happen. But I just wanted to take a moment to show you that building on our property is closer than we think. Now, when God's in it, we know he can even blow our expectation with that, okay? So I want to give a five-year plan for us as a church, a five-year goal that we can pay off this building and land and in the fifth year start building. So what could it look like? I talked to a builder a couple of weeks ago, and this is just the potential. When I, when I saw this mock-up, we're going to play a little video for you. I thought, now that's the kind of church that Move Church would most likely build. Not exactly that everything the same, but that style. So would you check out this video?
Yeah, I just wanted to give an idea of of what it could look like. Can you see it? Huh, man, can you see that? I can see that on our property. And I believe that we can um, build something that looks that that nice. Um, again, I heard a um, a great man of God. They had this incredible youth facility, really the first youth conference I had ever gone to at a church called Church of the Move, on the Move. And, uh, and there was a youth pastor there that I'd never been in a youth group when I became a youth pastor. When I became, me and Patty became youth pastors, I didn't know what to expect. I just thought, man, Kate, why does God's people always have to settle for second best in his house? Why does it be, why is it like, uh, we, we just, you know, we just do the best we can for the Lord. Why can't it be exceptional? And they showed us that. They showed, wow, there's a spirit of excellence. As a matter of fact, that pastor of that church said to his staff, don't you ask for a discount because it's a church. And you're calling to buy something. You know, churches do, hey, it's a church. Can you give us a cut? I said, don't you do that. Don't you disrespect God that way. It's a church. And, y'all, they had a 32 Ford ZZ Top vehicle in their youth room. Wow. And they would pick up kids in that car that brought the most guests. They would pick them up from their school in that car. That's just cool stuff. Come on. And this youth pastor, his name was Blaine Bartell, he was asked, he told somebody that was being very critical. He said, why do we have to have all of this stuff? We don't need all of that to worship God. It's true. If you are a Christian, you should be able to worship Jesus under a pine tree. Amen? We don't need all that. And he agreed with that. And the guy quoted a scripture, though. He said, God looks at the heart. True. The scripture says, the scripture also says, and the man quoted, and man just looks at the outward. And Blaine Bartell said, say it again. God looks at the heart. Man looks at the heart. He said, say it again. The guy did get a little frustrated. God looks at the heart. Man looks at the outward. He said, we're trying to reach him. You can just drop the mic back there. So we know when we come to Jesus, we don't have to have all of that to serve Jesus or worry about these things. People that we draw because they come for the outward look. So here's just a possibility. Here's just a mock-up. Is that in the way? I can move it if I need to. But check out this little plan. This is a 376 sanctuary, 11,000 square feet. The upstairs, uh, it shows stairs there. It can be finished at a later time at 5,000 square feet for a total of 16,000 square feet. Go back if you will that first slide, Brendan. I think a 376 sanctuary, of course, there'll be a lot of meetings that uh, take place, and who knows, this may change 10 times. Just to give us an idea of what's possible, I think we can build this building between $2 million and $2.5 million. So there's some things that have to happen before we get to this stage. We need to pay this property off. We need to grow in about 75 people, people that are givers. If we do that, our budget will be at a place where we can afford this on a monthly uh, note. If you, um, just to share with you, we allow 35% of our budget for building. And if we raise that budget up to about 400000 by reaching more people, teaching them the principles of sowing into God's kingdom, uh, we're able to be able to afford that. And I believe, again, 
dollars to blow our expectations through the roof, and this building can be paid for with cash. Anybody believe that? And we're going to believe for that. So I'm, I'm asking us as a church, and our loan renews in September. We need to pay as much down on that principal as possible. And I'm just going to ask you, we're going to take some money out of general fund. We've talked about the trustees. We need to attack this debt. And I'm going to ask you, would you pray and ask the Lord what he would have you to give? No guilt trip. This ain't your tithes. This is not what you give to missions already. This is over and above. And what we're going to pray is, Lord, if you give us money, we're going to give sacrificially, yes. But if you give us money between now and then that we ain't even expecting, we're going to give that to this building too. And you got to be ready because if the Lord gives you $100,000, <laughs> you know, you make that commitment. The Lord, we're not, money that we're not even expecting, it's going to be a faith seed that we're going to sow. Think about it. Move Church is here to stay long after we're gone. It's an established church with great leadership. The structure is meant to stay. Should God call us to Timbuktu as missionaries, this church lives on. And what we have to do is a chance. We, we have a chance to be a part of something that changes lives forever as long as the Lord tarries us. Amen. So would you pray on August, uh, I believe the date that I have uh, set for that is August the 13th, Sunday, August the 13th, we're going to have a faith seed offering, and we're going to pay down as much as we can on this principle before it ever renews with the bank. If we pay down around $50,000, we shave a year off, and we save about twenty, uh, about 22000 in interest just by doing that. And then every year, we're going to attack and try to pay at least 50 a year. And if we do that, we could have this building and property paid for in about four years. And then in that fifth year, as the Lord allows us, to start building a building that is bigger so we can reach more souls. In between that time, I believe we're going to have to make room in here even. I don't think we got four years to reach more people for Jesus. So if we have to do a third service, if we have to do a, a, an extension, we'll, we'll do what we can to make room that God is going to help us, okay? All right, gave you a lot of information. I hope that didn't bore you that much. Can we, whatever you feel about it, can we just give God praise for his goodness? Would you give him praise? I'm excited myself, and I can see it happening.